<laughs> I got gifts this week. We're glad. Yeah. I know. Mama was just showing her gifts. She just got some stuff. Show, show. She's got Joni Mayan's book about Michael Robichaux. Uh, hey, so the best thing about this book, I got it signed by the author herself and, and, and the subject of the book. Nice. Nice. That's a great book. That has, I mean, it's so many, so many wonderful things. And it's not even all of his things. Like he says in there, she could have written a whole another hundred second book without blinking of how oh, much. Yeah. I'm so sure. Yeah. I am so looking forward to getting into this. I, I think I'm going to take a week off of work. <laughs> hey guys, I'm going to take a week off of work and then just read. All right, guys, hold on. Good evening and welcome to the Fox Den. I am Gina B in the place to be. P. Fox, the paranormal princess herself, Gina Bankston. And with me is my beautiful butterfly babe, the magical, the mystical Mama D. And we are here every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to bring you a variety of guests to entertain you and to help you in any way we possibly can. Thank you for joining us, and please share our feeds. Good evening, everybody. Uh, hey, everyone. Yeah, we are supposed to have Corey Mitleid with us tonight. Um, she did do the test earlier. Um, I don't know if anything happened with her. She might be just joining us late. I'm not sure. But in the meantime, um, our show last week, we were kind oh, yeah. of a little bit interviewing each other, but we ended up doing a lot of card pulling and having yeah. a lot of fun. And, and I, yeah, I think it went well. And um, let's see. What do we got here? Hi, Candace. Hi, Sharon. Hey, June. Hey, Dave. Um, what's happening, everybody? You know, we, um, well, uh, okay. I want to say something about last week's show. I want to know how you felt doing readings because you've never really done them, not with Oracle cards before. Right. Right. No, I've done tarot. I did tarot like years and years and years ago. Um, but yeah, no, the Oracle, I really wanted to get into them and, and definitely it's you, it's you that sparked the interest for sure in me about those Oracle cards. And yeah, I want to get more now. Um, you know, I mean, even when you're reading the tarot, you know, yeah. it's, it's like, yeah, they have certain things that they, you know, denote, but as do the Oracle cards, you know, there's mm -hmm. certain things, you know, like there's the book tells you this, tells you that, but it's what you see, it's what you feel and how it pertains to the person, you know, exactly. and it was simple, you know, it was mm -hmm. like all very, you could just see it. You just knew what was going to be, you know, for that person and um that was kind of cool i thought we did really well with it I, i'd love to do it again um lancaster long time no see great glad you're with us um yeah oh here she is okay hold on hey Corby. Hey, oh i have no sound you gotta turn on your microphone if you can hear us, okay. Nope, no sound. Ooh, can't tell. Uh, All right, now. Yes. Okay. 
So for everybody out there who owns cats, Maya Maxima Culpa, we're getting our brand new rescue kitten tomorrow, and we were just battening down the hatches. So sorry that I'm two minutes late. Oh, no, that's a good good reason. Hello, be late for that I know. She's a cat cat lady. There you go. I'm a fun lady. But let me, um, so, so welcome, and let me play the intro video so you all know who Kobe Mitlight is. Okay. Good evening, everybody. I am Gina B, and the place to be is here with me and Mama D every Thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here in the Fox Den. Tonight, we have Corby Mitlide with us. She is a certified professional tarot oracle reader, a psychic medium, a channel, an inspirational teacher, author, and she is a past life specialist. Beginning at the age of 18, this is her full-time job, traveling to fairs, expos, and events. Please like and follow her Facebook page, Fire Through Spirit. Watch her inspirational videos and posts. If you are fortunate enough to get a reading from her, please don't go in haphazardly. Know what you want to know. Why waste time? She will give you the straight answers you're looking for. She is down to earth with her deliveries, and they may even include some comedy. It's like talking with a lifetime friend. As a teacher, she says we can all do what she does. She just may have more time under her belt than you do at the moment. We'll find out more about her teaching in her book, You've Got the Magic, Who Needs a Genie? The A-Lister's Guide to Holistic Expo Success. And she can help you be an A-Lister, not a B-Lister. And let's ask her what she means about that, shall we? She has put on this earth to help in only ways she can. As an incredible communicator, she empowers you to be the best version of you that you can be overcome your fears and do what you need to do to succeed she has been on the show before and i'm excited to have her back welcome back corby Hi. wonderful to be here wonderful to be here. <laughs> thank you so much yeah it was a long time ago i think i i think you were on the show when it was me and chris I think that sounds was, right that yeah. sounds right yeah, so that was a long time ago. So, so yes, definitely welcome back. Sorry, I wasn't here to do the test with you. I know Mama did. I'm like, Mama, you gotta go because uh, all's well. Yeah. All's well. I was with my. I, I didn't I swear. <laughs> I'm like, you scared okay. her off. She's not coming. So, oh, Barbara Lancaster says, "Congrats about the new kitty." Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. If you go, yeah, if you go to Corby's page, um, you can see her kitties. And uh, what are their names now? They're cool names. Well, uh, yes. All right. The the elder is Baron Manfred. He's our 12-year-old Maine Coon. Then there's the prawn. Real name is <laughs> Leviathan, but got nicknamed the prawn. And he's three and a half. And then tomorrow we're getting Harlan Pouncy Bounce, otherwise known as the Pocket Rocket. And he's about eight <laughs> months old. Um, one third the size of our Maine Coons. He's like seven pounds and, and yeah. a schnoit. And so, you know, we're, we're hoping he's a Nerf kitty, you know, bounces off the wall and does not damage. So. <laughs> well, we're very pet friendly. Yes. Here. So if they if they make an appearance, they in the no there's on. <laughs> Hiya, honey. Yeah, yeah that's so. the baby. So he got a haircut in the bath today, so he wants his tummy rub now. Sorry, oh, I got a haircut. Today. Oh well, I did my we're, haircut. We're all fluffed and buffed. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was having a little. Ick. Time before the show actually started, so my hair kind of went down. It was nice and fluffed until until like I was getting irritated. I don't have patience with um, no, she doesn't. Sometimes <laughs> I do a lot of way, they don't work at all. 
right? All, all I can say is God bless Governor Cuomo. We are able to get our hair cut again. And I have an appointment on the 24th, exactly four months since <laughs> I saw my wow. Wow. So my hair is gray and like a fading hippie. It's just went. Uh, well, wow. this is the thing. I've always done my own hair. I cut and color and highlight and do all that stuff myself. And I always have. Um, so, you know, again. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't do it before my trip and it was so hot and humid. I looked like a wreck all week. Her air conditioning was broken. It was horrible. But, you know, that's beside the point. Um, it, and hopefully it will get fixed. And it hasn't even gotten fixed. It was supposed to get fixed again. And, oh, I don't know. I pray for the poor girl. <laughs> Her, the baby, my other daughter, you know, my, my uh, first husband's down there. Everyone's down there all crammed in the house, sweating to death. <laughs> I'm back. Because you're having hot flashes just listening to that. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. I was just, ugh, yuck. My hair was just Thank curled. You. It was melt. Girl. <laughs> that was it. Is it eh? Well, what are you gonna do? You know, the, he was gonna be all in my hair. It's like, you know, half the time I had cupcake and <laughs> you <laughs> had kids, therefore. You know, yeah, but, yeah, two year old, a two year old. That's why I went down there. For my yeah. two year old uh grandson's birthday party. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. But when when you could get near him. Oh, there's one kitty. There's one kitty. That's Manfred. Manfred is the ginger and white. Prawn is red shaded silver. He actually looks pink. Oh, very cool. Ooh. Like salmon. Yeah, really nice. Yeah, my daughter has a um, a Maine Coon. Yeah, Charlie. And if it stretches its paws out, it looks like a, a lion claw. It looks like it has mm-hmm. fingers. I'm like, oh, my God, that's insane. They, they are Ooh. enormous. Uh, we call them little dogs in cat suits. Because they're about the size of a cocker spaniel. That's it. And that they're very cool. social and they play. And these are not your aloof cats. Not at all. Awesome. So now, all right. And in the intro, we were saying all the things that you do, wonderful things that you do. Now, um, I really want to know about the past life um, things that you do. Now, the sessions that you give people. Um, how did you know that you could do that? And how do you do that? All right. I didn't know that I could do that, frankly. I do know that I got my own most important past life. Uh, There were actually two back in the 1980s. I'm not a fangirl groupie, but I was obsessed with one particular guy in an 80s rock group out of Philly. Do tell. And um, (laughs) I... What? What? Her husband's from Philly. There you go. So <laughs> I just did some of this work. I had figured out I'd had a past life regression where I saw myself in 1784. Um, and there was this guy. And uh, the story was I was it's not glamorous. I was the local round heels tavern girl. And, you know, his little bit of fluff. I got pregnant tried to blackmail him, didn't work. His retainer had me drowned. Okay. So I got a date and I knew who was who, but I couldn't figure, I didn't have proof. So all of a sudden I was having linguine and clam sauce in a mainline seafood restaurant. And what comes into my head was the phrase Baron, Marcus Baron Gordon Huntley. I'm thinking, what is this? Well, when you get a weird thing like that, 
what do you do? You Look go to Debrett's Peerage, which is the list of all of the nobility in England. What is it called? D-E-B-R-E-T-T. Debrett's Peerage. It's, it's like this. And what I looked up, I knew that. All right. So I found that in 1752 was born Alexander 12th Marcus of Huntley. And in 1783 or four, he was made Baron Gordon of Huntley. And this was not my period of history. My stuff was Wars of the Roses. My stuff was Henry VIII. I knew from nothing. Mm-hmm. So that and as I did a little research on this guy, my story fell right in line. You know, it didn't mention me, but it mentioned that he and his wife didn't get along and he had a string of bastards and, and, and. Hmm. So that was the first time that I realized, yeah, there's really something to this. Yeah. The life that really affected me was in 1991, I was visiting the old Rhinebeck aerodrome because my boyfriend then wanted to go. I knew nothing about World War One, and because of World War II, was terrified to hear German. Germans were evil, the whole thing. All of a sudden, I see two German planes fly in front of me because they have reproductions that fly. It was an Albatross D5 and a Fokker triplane, like the Red Baron and Snoopy. And the two thoughts in my head were, there's a story behind that, and I flew that one. So overnight... I needed to learn to speak German. I needed to learn about the war, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and did my research and found out who I was with someone else who doesn't talk about what she does because it could damage her relationship with her two kids. Um, we did all the back research. We found her. She was able to give me corroboration with things that she shouldn't know unless she studied a book of the list of German squadrons and uh, cavalry officers from 1898, things like that. We, we had this information and we did not know why. So if you look at a picture of me and who I was at the same age, so that's me at around mid thirties and this person, it's like I'm in drag. Wow. That's so crazy. And crazy. doing past lives, you'll find out a lot of stuff, what you're working on this time. Okay. Right. Which is how I got to work with Robert Schwartz in his books, Your Soul's Plan and Your Soul's Gift. Awesome. Awesome. You know what? I'm going to have to scooch over because my dog is having a little meltdown over there right now myself. Oh, mommy, so, go fix. I got to go, go find, fix. Yeah, find out what's going on. Excuse me. Pardon me, pardon me. You can, she'll still hear us. That's the whole point. Um, okay. Okay. So, see, past life is something that's, something that's always interests me. So when you talk with somebody about, you know, Gina, I'll be asking later. Okay. Um, when you talk with somebody about this, to, to, for can you send me into a past life regression, or is that something that I have to, like you did, sort of discovered it, it just, like, just sort of threw into your face? Type of thing. The key, the key is there are two different things, regression and retrieval. Okay. Past life regression, you must never have done unless the person you're working with is a certified past life hypnotherapist, I which that. I am not. Um, this okay. just happened to me. That was the universe dealing with it. Yeah. But the reason is, let's say you discover a life 
where, you know, you were gang raped and left to die. If you're with someone who doesn't know how to pull you out and you get involved with that, that could do severe emotional damage now. Okay, so that's why if you want to go and play in the Akashic Records, you find a certified hypnotherapist. If you just want to find out why you're terrified when you have wet hair in your face, then you come to me, you ask the question, I do the deep trance meditation. I'm the one who goes up into the Akashic, pulls down a book and says, read chapter two. Are you playing? All right. We need (laughs) This is this is pet night on the box. (laughs) Yep. This is animal night. Oh my goodness. Yeah, Yeah. my my dog wanted to get up on the bed and she won't jump up by herself. So so. using that example of wet hair, that literally happened when Rob and I were teaching at Lilydale. A woman raised her hand, her hair was butch short. She said, I am always terrified when I get wet hair in my face. That's why I keep it like this. What's the matter with me? And I said, Nothing. And I did a quick look upstairs and I said, You have a five syllable answer. Lusitania. In 1915, you were one of the passengers on the ship when it got torpedoed by the Germans. You had not bobbed your hair. You had the full Edwardian mop, so you had a lot more water that was taking on as you fell overboard. And the extra hair, debris got caught, and you pulled you down, and you drowned. She looked at me white-faced and said, is that why I'm also scared of going onto a ship? I said, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. As, as a matter of fact, I had, that's when the past life is important. Yeah, I had done that before a, a session and found out that I, you know, like way, way back, like living in a castle. It's like I love living in castles. I just like it's my dream to be in a castle. I get a house as close to a castle as I possibly could. You know what I mean? I just love it, everything about it. But here I am, a woman in that, you know, way back, I don't know what the time frame was, mm-hmm. right? And I guess we had money and my dad was supposed to marry me off. I did not want to get married. And this guy was just marrying me for the money. And okay. on the wedding day, I get killed. All right. So like, I see the white. I got, it, it had to have been an ax in the head. I saw this like an even, even scrying um, in a mirror, you know, that uh, a line across my face. So I must've gotten, you know, axe or sword or something or falling because there was a hill. There was the green grass. That's all I can remember seeing. Um, I know I was like just thrown over the hell down and I could see blood on my arm and the white sleeve. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But I've always been deathly afraid of marriage. Like, you know, when I, if I get proposed, now, I've been married twice, you know, um, divorced. Okay, so I will not ask you to marry me. Died. But I am, I have a fear. I, I really do. I panic. Uh, uh, even thinking about marriage, I panic still. That's an exact reason why a past life can help. If you know that what you're feeling is from a past life, it doesn't have to repeat now. Yeah. Um, but it's still, it's like so, oof, you know, comes yes. right out. And you, that Absolutely. it is, it's, it's like an anxiety filled, ah, you know. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. that's exactly right. Um, you know, you said you, you didn't know what time period. One of the things that I tell people is spirit is going to use what you got. For instance, why did I become a past life specialist? Didn't set out to do that, but theater major at Brown University. I could do any accent or dialect you want. Um, I am an author. I love words. Words are my drug of choice. I tell stories. And... I love history. 
Uh, you know, going back to Rhinebeck, that's where I met my husband, Carl. The joke is there was this gorgeous brunette who met, who knew the difference between a Fokker DR1 and an F1 based on the wing skids. He had to marry her. Um, so that's why Spirit said, you, you're going to do past lives. What about something like psychometry that, and pendulums? Mm-hmm. I have a slight benign tremor in one hand, like Catherine Hepburn. Mm-hmm. So I can't trust what I get from a pendulum. So that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't think that you have to do If you guys are listening and you want to do this stuff, don't think you have to do everything. Spirit mm-hmm. knows what your keys are and spirit will put that in your hand. That's exactly it. Yeah. Cause I, I do, I do, um, I do paranormal investigating, you know, but I, I can do, I, I'm really good at the pendulum, you know, the rods, men, not so much, but all my equipment, I love my equipment. And then, you know, like I hear tones, I can hear a tone if a spirit comes in low, medium and a high tone pitch, you know, um, low, I'll get a little nervous, medium and high. I'm not, you know, so we take people to ghost hunts. So when that happens, if I get a low tone, I will steer people away from there. Mm-hmm. You know, those, yeah. those are the, the scazzy persons at the corner of Akashic and Karma that are going, hey, Sid, there's another one we can mess with. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they do that. yeah, they do that. Yeah, they do that. They do. They do. And there's no, <laughs> no, um, no uh, ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay. All right. What do we got going on in the chat room over here? We got so much. You're excited. Julia's excited to catch it live. We look beautiful. Oh, thank you so much, Candice. Uh, let's see. Um, you have that ro- road and glass, too. What does that mean? Just the cup I was drinking. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, now, Dave wants to know about limbo. What are your thoughts on limbo? My back can't handle it anymore. I used to be able to dance it. Other than that, what is he talking about? Purgatory? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. That's what I'm thinking. Limbo, purgatory. He's yeah, from Australia. Probably that's how they say it. Uh, okay. You know. Uh, um, to me, well, it's we're not going to know until we get up there. Just, dude, know that. As far as I can see, though, that's probably when you're doing your healing work. I don't yeah. see limbo per se. God just doesn't hang you out there, you know, on a line with a clothespin. My understanding is when we cross over, go see Defending Your Life. It is a movie that was very close. We basically have to relive our life. And we feel all of the wonderful things that we did for other people. And we also feel the awful things and the lies and the cheating and the hate that's hell because we have to experience it the way we threw it on others and how they felt with it and then that's that's all that hell is Hmm. then you get to decide do you want to come back down do you want to rest do you want to do work up there it depends on what your soul is interested in learning Hmm. and remember we're just the coat. We're the personality. We're the part that they play. Um, the example that I use, most people know Doctor Who. Love Matt, Doctor Smith, Who. Matt Smith was my doctor. The, you know, <laughs> the dude with the yep. bow tie. Loved him. Yep. Now, but Matt Smith was the actor. He leaves Doctor Who, and then he goes and plays skeevy Prince Philip in The Crown. Nothing like the 11th Doctor. I know. So think of the 11th Doctor and Prince Philip as incarnations Matt's the soul. The two incarnations may be nothing alike because they're learning different things. Hmm. 
Okay. Makes sense. I, I use allegory and examples yeah. a lot because people well, can see it. those. People can see and understand a little better that way. Exactly. That's what I love. Yeah. You, know, you guys, you can go watch her video. She has, um, you know, what, uh, podcasts and whatnot. And you watch them, you'll learn a ton from her. You know, she's not hiding yeah. anything from anybody. You know, she wants the information out there. She does. She wants to help you, you know, um, and she is. See, see how personable she is? She is like talking to one of you. And best. she doesn't talk up here. She talks no, to kids. Like no, I'm very New York, and trust me, I don't talk to you like my aura don't stink. Okay, we all. Do <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of auras, um, what do you think of the aura, the colors, and the auras, and such? They change. Carolyn photography shows that they change. Right when someone has the blues, you're going to see their aura change. When somebody is really razzle dazzle, the aura will probably expand and change. Um, Seeing auras is not one of the gifts I have, though I know we've got them, mm-hmm. and we I can play with the energy. If you ever want to just play with the energy ball in your yeah. hand, really imagine it there, you're going to feel it, guys. Yeah, you yeah. really will. I, I, Remember, I you can do what we do. You can. Yeah, and see where that energy ball is. So I always do that. It's like, mine's way out here. You know? Yep. That's like chi, too. That's, you know, when you... In Tai Chi, that's how they move that plant from across the room is they make mm-hmm. that energy ball and they throw it. Exactly. And a lot of, um, yeah, and, and a lot. There's your two hearts. Room no, it's one for me and one for you. He's getting okay. smart now. He doesn't want you to be mad. <laughs> yeah, after he, after he smeared my camera. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, you better give me a couple of no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Corby. That's okay. <laughs> this just happens to be one of these shows. I don't know. I'm still tired from my trip. Excellent. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I am, I am. But uh, but the but the auras and stuff. I always wanted to get one of those cameras because I'd be curious to see how they worked, you know. But then I was looking into them, and they they are expensive. They're a good little chunk of big bucket rookies. Yes, they are. Yeah, but they will uh, good ones will also show you your spirit guides around you. Oh, that no. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be the real expensive one. Candace, I see auras when doing Reiki sessions. Well, when I'm getting massaged <laughs> or getting Reiki done to me, I'll see if I if it's done really well, I'll see the blues and the purples, <laughs> you know, and then I know it's good. <laughs> and then it's like, please don't stop, like, ever. <laughs> oh. Energy can make anything, anything happen. Amen, Miss Julie. You got that right. That's very true. I like your profile picture, Julia. That's really it's nice. Pretty. Yeah, very pretty. Oh, what was uh, D- Dor- Darian? Hold on. Okay. this She was a guest on our show before. In high school, I was voted the most likely to confess to a crime I hadn't committed. I always thought it was because of the way I was raised. But maybe it's because, maybe it's from a past life experience. Hadn't thought of that. It might be, but... It doesn't mean that you committed a crime. It could mean that in other lives you always felt the need to cover up for your friends. It could mean that you were afraid to be blamed, so you fessed up first. There there are all kinds of reasons that that could occur. That's why when I do soul plan readings, I literally am at the desk at 8 in the morning, and I'm going to talk to you at 8 o'clock Eastern, 12 hours of work, checking the numerology that you came in with, doing the deep trance meditation, uh, as few as two, sometimes as many as 10 past lives in detail when you show me your life challenge. Because 
in Robert Schwartz's books, it wasn't just, well, tell me stuff. It was, I deal with poverty, physical illness, parenting handicapped children, death of a loved one, uh, suicidal ideation, um, homosexuality. And these were massive life challenges for these people, and they wanted to know why it happened in, the, in their life. So each of those chapters, there was 40 four zero hours of psychic work by the various psychics that Rob used to come up with the story that explains the life challenge. That's, that's an incredible amount of work. That's dedication. I, I, I want that book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you can get it. You can get it. Um, do I have it with me? Oh, it's, it's over there, but um, it's your soul's plan and your soul's gift. I like plan best because that's the first book. And it talks about five things. Karma is not carrot and stick. That's the very kindergarten way of looking at it. (laughs) Karma is unbalanced energy, which is a neutral, service, healing, contrast. You want to learn about abundance. You have to be both rich and poor. And healing of beliefs, which we actually cover in the fifth book, in the second book. We only have the first four in your soul's plan. But when you realize all of the stuff that's happened to you isn't because God wanted to kick your can down the road. You really do become a courageous soul. You realize how you can work with this and make your life better and pass on your knowledge to other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Ann says they were great books. Thank you, Chris Ann. Yeah, she's a love bug. I love her. I would love a reading on past lives. I know at least three human and multiple animal, but would love to hear more about them. Um, now, Okay, can you do animal past lives? Can you see them? And aliens? Okay. Uh, it's funny. Aliens, yes. Animals, no. Okay. Um, I'm not sure that we, I, I don't know if it's transmogrify. I'm not sure that, you know, I can ever look at you and say, yes, when you were a hippopotamus. Um, <laughs> I, do, I told you I was funny. You're just going to have to deal with it. So long as I'm um, not a skunk, we're good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, so and we're all laughing at just anyway. Um, I think that we stay in, if you will, bipedal bodies. Aliens, though, yes, you could do that. I believe that we stay, if you will, the top of the food chain people wherever we go. So if the alien on a planet, everybody was was a fox then yes, I could read you as a fox because that's how you incarnated there. But if you think that you came in as a hippopotamus, a rabbit, and a Mustang on Chincoteague, as well as that, I don't get those. (laughs) Nobody died and made me God, so you could be right, but I don't get those. I get Everyone has their gifts. I mean, they really do. I've had people that that talk to the animals, supposedly. Talking to the animals, yes. Yeah, that, and I have, and I yes. have the cards and everything, you know, walk, they walk beside you, all those cards and things like mm-hmm. that, you know, what the animals are saying and what they're feeling. And I think as animal lovers, we know what our pets are mm-hmm. saying. Yes. And, you know, we definitely communicate with them, no doubt about it. Exactly. So I'm not saying that that's not a gift because, you know, everyone has a different gift. Just because yes. you can't do it doesn't mean someone else. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Now, if you're talking about that, wait. Got to okay. run over to my library, see if it's here. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, didn't I have those? Yeah, right here. 
Yep. Yeah. We walk beside you, cards. Right here. What I was going to show you is the deck that just won Best New Product of the Year for 2020 at the Visionary Awards. Oh, that is my buddy's book. Bernadette Carter King, The Ark, Animal Tarot, and Oracle Deck. This freaking rocks. We just did that last week. Um, Me and Mama were pulling some cards for some people because I used to do tarot a long time ago. And then it's like kind of wasn't my thing. You know what I mean? I mean, I liked it just, you know, a few people not to do like, not like you. You know what I mean? Um, Because it's like, that is your thing. This is the things that you do. Yeah, there you go. She's got it. Bernadette. Bernadette. She was working on that um, for years. Years and years and years. She's put so much love and passion into that. Amazing. I tried to get her on my show, but she's so busy with everything else. She said, not at the moment. So I'm like, okay, hopefully. Later, (laughs) later, later. Um, I do use other cards, though, besides um, tarot. Um, I have half a dozen Oracle decks. Yeah. that I use. Oh, and each that? one of them tells me what they want for it. Now, the new deck that I have that I love is uh, Wisdom of Lord Ganesha. Oh, so very, um, ooh. It's all Ganesh. Now, ooh. I love Ganesh. Ganesh yeah. is the Indian god, the Lord of Obstacles. He's so popular in India. If you've never heard of him, here's the American example. In Philly, all the little Italian-American grandmothers have a statue of the Virgin Mary on the back with the roses. That's Ganesh in India. Oh, okay. Awesome. And, got it. Um, there's it's, a book all about the, um, you know, your auras and everything else. And there's always a picture of each one individual. So it will be that. It will be the Ganesh with uh, maybe the lotus blossom or maybe the, you know, canisters of holding staffs and different things, whatever yep. the different yep. things that it means. So, you know, they're all individualized, but it's always the same deity. Yes. Yes. That's so it. That, those are awesome cards. They're just, just gorgeous. Um, what else? This one is the fairies Oracle by Brian Froud. And guys, these are not your ootsy cutesy fairies. These yeah, marches on your head, rip up the floor tiles and give you homework. That's the deck that I use for people who are serious about wanting to know how to get out of their own way. <laughs> yeah, I just got these. I did the Amy Brown, mm-hmm. the fairy. Yes. Oh, Amy Brown's stuff is lovely. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. And, um, and then I got just animal spirits mm-hmm. yeah, because I'm about the animals. And then I have my regular tarot, like mythical. Carol, I think you need him to speak to you. Now, when you're giving a reading, so someone comes in, all right, I come in, I don't know you. And I'm going to come in and I, and I want, you know, a, a card reading. Are you going to, you're, are you asking me which deck or are you just pulling out the decks and you're, no, you're just going to no, you, pull some from each deck? What I will do is when you sit down with me, I'll look at you and say, what is the most important thing you want to walk out of here knowing? And if you go blank on me, I'll go Brooklyn on you and go, darling, what's biting your butt? Because everybody will know what that is. Now, why do I do that? Because if you're with me for half an hour, I don't care how fast I am, and I'm fast. I cannot do your entire life for you in a half an hour. I could maybe get this far. If what you wanted to know was over here, you'd leave and say, oh, she was terrible. She didn't tell me anything. (laughs) Yeah, you got to ask questions. Right. Oh, I so I if it. you come in, for instance, is, you know, like and a- say, does Bruce love me? Well, the first <laughs> thing I'm going to do is I'm going to go for tarot. 
<laughs> and it'll be five cards. You, Bruce, the relationship, what you need to know, and best possible outcome. Okay. If you still say, I don't know, I'll do three for three. First three cards, status quo, you do nothing. Second three cards, it's a come to Jesus meeting, you have a serious talk. Last three, hostile, bye-bye, it's been nice, I'll send you a postcard, you leave. I will not tell you which one to do. I don't care if one pile is screaming at me over here. If you choose another pile, I have to zip it because I'm not here to run your life. I'm here to show you your options. Ah, Um, Now, do you record your sessions? Always. I talk too fast. If you don't have it recorded, you'll never remember everything. And if you're taking notes, you're not listening. Uh, What I do when we have a session, right, when we have a session like this, uh, I have GarageBand. So I record it that way, download it as an MP3, and send it to you with my upload service so you can get it right on your computer. Awesome. Awesome. That's fabulous because, you know, that means a lot. You know, um, I went to a psychic with a friend of mine. Awesome psychic. I, I don't know if you know him, Gary McKinstry. Heard of. Never met. Yeah. Yeah. He's from Douglas, Mass. He is just He's so down to earth. He's like a you, you know what I mean? Very down to earth, but he's a real straight shooter. And I went with my girlfriend and I walked in the door. My husband had passed away not too long before that. You know, he was very large in life, very, very, and never alone. So he just looked at me and he was just like, oh, my God, you have like a posse with you. You know what I mean? Because Mark and all his cronies, you know. So he had to start with me, but he recorded all this. And it was like, thank God he did, because I was like thrown off because I'm there for her. And then all of a sudden I'm like put in this like, holy. I know, but but that happens. Um, I am truly in awe of people that can just pull it in like that. When I do my mediumship, I do it a little differently. Um, I go for the dog tags. For instance, my father, Jerome Richard Dorkin, who died in 2001 at the age of 80, doesn't tell me anything about it, but gets me right into the energy. And I will immediately start. If they're there, I'll tell you everything I'm getting. Um, and my favorite story, which I will try to clean up, um, was in uh, Canastota, New York, years ago. was at a small psychic fair. Um, there was a biracial, same-gender couple. The black partner had died, and her white widow wanted to speak with her. Now, I grew up a nice kid in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I have manners. But what comes floating out of my mouth in flawless urban ebonics is, well, shit, if it ain't my, <laughs> which I will not say on the air, would not come out of this mouth voluntarily. And I'm going, oh, my God. And the woman in front of me is doing the dubbing and laughing and crying. And yeah, That's Isabel. It's how yeah. her partner walked into the house mm-hmm. after business trips every single day. That is so, that, yeah, that's what it is. Um, so this but is that's why Gary, I don't do mediumship publicly. Yeah, that's how Gary got me, though. He, you know, what he said about my husband, why I knew it was him, was, I mean, I'm a decorator, right? I was a designer, an interior designer, decorator, muralist, faux painter, everything. So I designed my whole house. I faux painted everything, murals everywhere. We built, oh, actually cool. going to school, my final project was an addition I put on my house. And, you know, big bolted ceilings and big fireplace and everything. He said, please please, can we just keep this room beige? You know, I, I put a border in there and stuff, you know, but can we just keep this room normal? So after he died, <laughs> I faux painted that whole thing, like in a weekend. And, it, you know, it's 20 by 20 and 16 feet high. It's a lot of walls. Babe. Yeah. I did it all in a weekend craziness. And they're all done, all, I, I mean, damn if I didn't throw that room right into Italy. Okay. Okay. And then, and <laughs> 
And Gary McKinstry sits down and he goes, well, he's sitting here and he's stretching out because he used to do this all the time on the beach. He'd stretch out and he'd stretch. He always had a bare feet and he'd stretch and he could stretch his toes and separate his toes. You know, he goes, he's doing this. And then he goes, puts his hands on his on his um, thighs and looks at me and goes, you girlied up my living room. <laughs> I was just like, oh. That isn't, he's handing you a rose, he loves you. That's the real deal, which I yeah. adore. Uh, yep. I was like, okay. All right. So from that moment on, I knew it. I knew it, you know, so that's what I trust. So I've had him on the show. I trust him. I know, you know, he's good. You, I know, and I know you're good. And that is why you're here, you know, and you are the real deal. And I, and I like how you are very straightforward. I mean, most of my friends, a lot of my friends are from New York, so I'm used to that. You know, it is what it is. (laughs) But I'm not the city. I'm 45 minutes west of Albany in Schoharie County. That's 32,000 people and a bunch of cows and sheep. It is a different life, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, she's up in Canada, so she's, yeah. Oh, there you go. She's, yeah. And now I'm down in Philly. I'm in Mass. Yeah, I was in Massachusetts, but, you know, like I, I, a lot of my friends and my, and Chris, my old partner, you know, psychic from Staten Island, you know, he's a lot like you, oh, yeah. multi, multi-decks and everything, crazy. Crazy, very fast, you know, like you too. But he would say the same things. You know, if you're going to come to me, don't just say, well, what do you see in my future? You know, is everything going to be okay? What about, you know, um, am I going to maybe change my job? You know, I mean, if that's really your issue, you know what I mean, then ask it. But, you know, know what you want to know. Know what you want to know before you go. And don't do yes or no questions. If you come to me and say, I'm opening up a consignment shop. Am I going to be successful? I will look at you and say, and what if I said, no, you're going to lose everything and live in a box under a bridge. It's the wrong question. You ask, (laughs) how do I make it rock? And then it's a card for you, a card for the energy around the business, the brick and mortar location, how to market it, clients, competition, staff, finances, what you need to know and very possible outcomes. That gives you the rocket pack on your back to go do things. Because when you look, to a psychic to just give you yes or no answers. That sets you up for what I call the Madam Hoo-Has and the Swami Swalandas. <laughs> you want to go, oh, no, I'm sorry. It'll be very bad. You have a family curse. How many do you have? Four? A dog? $50 every family. 25 for a dog. He smoked. We fix for you. Wait. <laughs> you need a baboon. You need to show that. Yes. <laughs> Um, you so, weren't kidding about the uh, the accents and the. No, no, I really. You never know what's going to come out of the mouth. Um, my, you know, when I was an executive recruiter, my boss um, got me a shirt because she knew that I did accents. But the the shirt said, "You're just jealous that the voices talk to me," and she thought it was funny. She didn't know what I did. So I love that shirt. I wore it to death. Oh, that's awesome. That is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I've got so many of them from all our events and around that people send them to me and stuff. Yeah, Bob was just wearing a, I talked to dead people the other day that we got from down in Gettysburg, you know, all that <laughs> kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah, that's that, that's fun things. But let me ask you this, though. I, I, on doing the past life things, what is like, how many is the most past lives that one person for you that you've had as a client had? The most that I ever got for them, I don't yeah. go to see how many you have. It's not a competition. Yeah, no, no, but no. The most that I had was 10 that affected a, a very serious situation in their lives. Normally, I'll pick up two to four, 
but it's not just a sentence or two. They're past lives that fill a full page. If you go onto my website, um, you'll see at the top menu, past lives, and you'll see Corby's Wayback Machine, and you'll get examples of the kind of stuff that I get. It is detailed. But again, that's why spirit uses me. Somebody else might say, I see you in a long dress and a big hat, so I know it's old-fashioned somewhere. I'm going to say, okay, a hobble skirt picture hat, that kind of an ostrich feather. We're talking 1911, 1912, and probably in Berlin. Which one's going to be more useful? Hmm. So. Yeah. Mm. yeah, totally, totally. I think I have to look like Corby. I know, I know. I, I <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm really bad at coming up with questions like you said you you need to, like what's your issue i i don't i just want to know i just like eh. so i can never yeah. come up with a question or an issue so i'm gonna have to come up with something like <laughs> i want you to kick my butt that's why i wrote this yep uh the psychic yellow brick road the subtitle is how to find the real wizards and avoid the flying monkeys is some people really want psychic guidance but they don't want to have to learn to do it themselves that's cool but in this book, it's which questions to ask, which you shouldn't ask, which if the psychic tries to deal with, run, mm. so that you can get the best out of the session. I mean, if you buy this book and never come to see me but go to somebody else, I'm cool with that. Because if you have a good experience with that psychic, all boats rise. All of yeah. us will get more respect. Totally. Can, yeah. can, we, have have can we get that book on, on, on Amazon? Amazon. Amazon, Kindle okay. or so, paperback. Yes. I'm, I'm going to look at paperback because I have a certain lady on my show on the 28th, and I think I'm going to go with that book. Okay. I know that. Would that be her? <laughs> that would be Corby. Ah, how nice. She's going to be on a conversation with friends on Sunday. Oh, yes. Beautiful, beautiful. June the 28th. Okay, enough plugging. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm only here so I can get good information for much. <laughs> well, you know, we'll we'll get we always get more questions after the show. Yes. So you can always bring those over and say, Hey, you know, we had this kind of feedback, exactly. that kind of feedback, and this you know, what are your thoughts of this? So sure. yeah, I mean I think it's great. I mean, you could have her on every night of the week and it'd be something different to talk about. I know. I know. So, you know what I'd love to do? As I'd love to what? do a reading show with Corby. Oh, oh, they're fun. They are yeah. Um, I do a, a once a month free reading for an hour on my Fire Through Spirit Facebook page. And okay. we go like this. Boom, yeah. boom, boom. You know, it's the rules are I need your name, your birth date, where you're from. And it's a question. The two things I don't do, I don't do health and I don't do mediumship. But all the rest of the stuff is on the table, and we make it work fast. Uh, in an hour, I can usually do 30 to 40 people if if oh, they pay attention. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Doris says, I love Corby's honesty and energy. I feel sometimes I have done something before in a different, what, in a different? Probably in a different life. Yeah, okay. All right. Um, oh, this was uh, the other question I wanted to put up here. All right, Darian, do past lives tend to be lived in the same general areas? Um, now, that could either be geographical areas or things you want to learn. Okay. And what was your name? Darian. 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 Hi, Darian. Um, it depends. I incarnated into Germany two lives ago because this soul 
tends to want to incarnate, if you will, on the losing side where things change. I was a Yorkist in the Wars of the Roses. I was a one. But, and look at what's happening now. Not that I think we are necessarily going to lose, but the world has to change. Normalcy is what is losing because mm-hmm. we have to make something new. So to me, this feels absolutely normal. Um, but a lot of time I have been in the U.S. I was a union doctor in the Civil War. The life just before this one, I was an Italian-American in Chicago. Uh, died in 1949, and then I came in here in 55. So yes, you can choose. If you have a great deal of love for Korea, and you know your name is Annie McGillicuddy, then it could be that you have a lot of Asian energy because that's where you needed to learn things. Cultures are different. What I can do in America, I couldn't do if I lived in China or Japan right now. So the soul said, this is where yeah. we're going to be. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you'll choose areas depending on what you want to learn. Okay. Now I got a question. Now, is it more, is it, all right, so past lives nope. in general. Uh, hold on a second. Candace just bought your book, Kirby. Beautiful. Thank you, Candace. We're going to be talking about her latest, too, um, book here soon. Um, but, all right, past lives, though, in general. Jeez, um, now I just lost my question. All right. God, what I'm bad. Alzheimer's in my last life. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, gone, gone. Okay, and then I have a question, Corby. In this life, you are, in my words, a healer. You do, uh, you had do a whole bunch of stuff to help a lot of people heal. Were you a healer in past lives in different ways? Does that um, part carry? You? Well, like I said, I was a union doctor in the Civil War. Terrible bedside manner, but I could keep you alive. Um, I passed that. I don't know. If you look at the Michael channelings, this is not the Archangel Michael. This is the causal entity. Uh, and I believe that there are seven roles that we play. You can mm-hmm. be a king, and a warrior, and a sage, and an artisan, and a priest, and a server, and a scholar. Scholar is neutral. This soul tends to go into priest energy. Um, even when I was head of a squadron in World War One, people would come in to me and say, Herr Leutnant, can I speak with you? And just they just lay things out. And I'm a good teacher and I'm a good guide. So healing that way, yes. Interestingly, I was born into a total medical family huh. and um I fainted blood. Yeah. Uh, doc- <laughs> well, but I know why doctors terrify me, and that's because how did I leave in the last life? Slept with my husband's best friend, had a child, which was stillborn. Confessed. This was in uh, a, a Catholic-run hospital in Chicago in the late 40s. And the nuns decided that God had taken the poor little innocent soul to his bosom. But then when I got sepsis, childbed fever, they said, that's the will of God. And they let me die in pain, filth, and agony thinking that was what God decided for me. So, A, I came in and I knew at age 13 I was not having children. And I've ne- I've been terrified of hospitals and being out of control and letting people do things to me. I know where it's from. Wow. Yeah. It doesn't help. But, of course, I've done the cancer dance three times in this life, so I've had to learn to deal with it. 
So total, totally gone. Everything is good. Oh, oh, yeah. Clean since '04. We're good. Oh, beautiful. Ah, thank you. Thank you, God. <laughs> yeah. See, you're here. You're here for specific reasons. Um, I remembered. I remembered what it was. I was gonna say like, okay, so past lives as an in general thing. Now, is it? Yeah. Is it? I mean, everyone wants to put these labels on it, like reincarnation, and you know, or or is it karma or dharma? You know, because you you made this mistake in the past you're doomed to repeat until you get it right and then is your life over like all these things right all these different cultures have different realizations now how do you how do you see it or what is shown to you you're not doomed (laughs) you're not doomed all right remember um in a lot of my lives i i'm 80 20 male female i come in most of my lives as male I, I do my stupid hard work as female. Most of my male lives, I'm not particularly kind to women. Women are used as a bargaining chip. Women are good for sex, things like that. So when I came into this life, uh, by age 11, I had a Dolly Parton figure. There was an incident that happened with my mother, which um, is talked about a little bit in your soul's plan, but I don't need to go in here. But that basically told me that that is what I was good for in this lifetime. And I had a very rocky hmm. uh, relationship with men for decades, two hmm. short, bad marriages before I found my Carl. Now, um, I got cancer twice, breast cancer and skin cancer where the radiation was. Lumpectomies, radiation, I was still all here. But I still hadn't learned my lesson. Married Carl, but spirit said, look, We need you down there to do some work. So we're going to remove the problem. So I got a second primary. It wasn't metastatic, second primary. But the doctor said, three strikes, you're out. We're taking the boobs. We're taking the ovaries. And you're going to go from this Dolly Parton figure with a libido of a 17-year-old boy to a fat fire plug with permanent side effects and the libido of a turnip. (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) Now, I'd only been married to Carl for a year and a half. I didn't know if I was going to be able to stay married. Right. But I knew what I had to do, and I went home and I cried for 24 hours, and then I said, I have to find reasons to be okay with this. I don't care how stupid they are. So I said, fine. Number one, you don't have them. You can't get cancer there. That's good. Number two, they're not going to get slammed in the refrigerator door at the doctor's every year, and every woman listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yep. Boob-smashing day. (laughs) Implants? I'll be perky till I'm 93. This is cool. Um. I got out of the hospital in three-day shop to a bathing suit in five. Wow. Uh, Mass General said they hadn't seen anybody recover from a double mastectomy reconstruction that fast in 15 years. Wow. I still kept my sense of humor. I had a fabulous plastic surgeon. Her nickname was uh, Madame Artiste and Doc Miracle because she was and she made them. You know, one of the things you do when you have a double mastectomy reconstruction is you have the Jackson Pratt drains in for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Well, so I named mine Harpo, Chico, Zeppo, and... Who was the other one? She, um, Groucho. Groucho, Harpo, Chico, and Zeppo. And so I could talk to Dr. Hurdle and I'd say, you know, they're all fine. Groucho's having a bit of a problem. She'd know exactly which one it was. <laughs> and when you become a co-conspirator, not a patient, doctors never forget who you are. That's and that's one of the ways that I overcame my fear of doctors Sweet. is when they know me and I'm funny and they love me, they will always take good care of me. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Dr. Hurdle would come in in the morning, like six in the morning. Uh, first, there were two residents, then three, then four. And she, 
then one day we stopped at four and I looked at her and I said, what's with a hurdle herd? You're missing one. And they all just looked at me and she's collapsing on the floor. Um, that's why there's an article on my website. Being a co-conspirator is better than being a patient. You have major yeah. medical stuff. You read that. You will get better health care. I am telling you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So awesome. rolling back to what you asked. Yes, I'm a healer, but I'm also a healer with words and with laughter, not necessarily that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not yeah. No, but yeah, I have no fear. I have no fear me, of blood or anything like that. Everyone's always come to me. I stitch myself up. I've stitched myself up plenty of times. I've set things up. You know, I, I take care God of bless you, woman. I do it all. I, I mean, I think, and I think the majority of my past lives, I must've been a man because I do construction, you know, as a woman, I did construction. I just very knew, probably you were knew how to build things. I know how to rip them apart. Definitely, <laughs> definitely not to build them back up again. You know, um, and and it's not like I really needed the training to do it. I just know it. So, yeah, I mean, I know that it can go definitely male, female, male, female, male, female, and like that one that I said about the the marriage thing. I mean, it's crazy. Now we have. Um, I have an ad that I got to play. That's like a three minute. Okay. That's a sponsor ad. Okay. Right? That's paranormal stuff. And that's mine. That's me. Right. Um, after that, I'm going to play an ad for Chris Lee, who does, he is a, a clinical certified um, past life regression therapist. Good. Okay. Good. And, uh, and this is what he does. And he has these books of just like, you know, his, his books are, um, his clients and their, you know, what they've gone through. Why were they biting their nails and why were they this and why is their neck hurt and why, you know, all that, that type of stuff. He doesn't do what you do. He doesn't go into past lives as a reading. He's not a reader. He knows nothing. Okay. He's just bringing you back to try to eliminate fears, phobias, um, aches, pains, things like that, you know, so you can see what it is, identify it, and get rid of the problem. And that's the thing that he does. So those will be the ads that I'm going to play since we are like four minutes before that. And when we get back, so I will do that now. When we get back, I want to talk about your, your latest book. And uh, yeah, and we'll put that up there too. So we'll be back in this boat, like three minutes, four minutes now. Fox Den is now proudly sponsored by Vortex Ghost Gear, one of the leading fabricators of paranormal equipment. Bob Christopher is the founder and creator of Vortex Ghost Gear. He has decades of investigating, starting with his team at NEPA and as lead in the popular local TV show Ghost Detectives, he has experience of how spirits could be seen or heard. Using this knowledge, he has manufactured equipment for specific scenarios of spirit manifestation and communication. He is the only manufacturer of the popular, lifelike trigger prop cats and dogs. Using proximity meters wired to lights and sound, these prove to be highly effective communication devices in the field of study. The HTO, another Vortex exclusive, allowing specific items to be the highlight or trigger of your investigation. For example, place the item on a metal tray or attach directly to any metal object such as keys or glasses that continue to go missing or moved. Ask the spirit to touch the item. The HTO will light. It has a sound option as well. This device was used in Travel Channel's Ghost Nation with great results. The dome, a static detector, can be the most useful device in your gear bag. 
This is to back up the theory that the spirits manifest using static electricity. Using several, you can track a spirit, for example, walking down a hallway, setting off each as it passes. The geophone detects vibrations. This is another way to track movement. If a claim is footsteps in the hallway or stairwell, set the sensitivity and place the device in that area. Its band of lights will show a range of vibrations from the slightest tapping, lighting only a few lights, to the loudest thumping, lighting the entire range. The EasyScan Ghost Boxes are very popular due to the ease of use. They are custom decorated to the individual or team using them. Bob programs and uses an Arduino-based computer scanning FM waves to potentially communicate with the spirit realm in real time. Every box is unique and all custom hand-decorated by Gina Bankston. The V-Pod has a special place for those who love the idea of REM pods. Use this sleeker, smaller, easier to transport device. It is a must-have in your gear bag. Take your investigating to the next level with many of Vortex Ghost Gear's unique and custom creations by Bob Christopher. Visit www.vortexghostgear.com to view all the products and get your equipment today. You can also investigate with Bob and Gina with ghostly excursions, taking people to some of the most haunted locations in the USA. Visit www.ghostlyexcursions.com and join us on our next adventure. is a clinical hypnotherapist specializing in his system of past life therapy, which eliminates people's persistent aches and pains, fears and phobias, and debilitating emotions without prescriptions, medicine, unnecessary operations, nor ongoing therapy. His Life in the Past Lane series of books include Life in the Past Lane, Fears and Phobias, Aches and Pains, and his latest Crimes Against Humanity, and there are two more in the works. They are client true stories and testimonials of how a system works for people. And he also teaches you how to do his system as well. Contact him for more information and or book a Skype session with him. He currently has a special running through the end of June, which is buy one book for $10, two books for 15 three books for 20 or get all four books for $25 plus his CD entitled Relaxation Plus, which is a $10 value. You can contact him at www.pastliferap.com or email him at cl at pastliferap.com. And we're back. Let's talk. Oh, Mama left. <laughs> Mama hit the wrong button. She'll be back. All right. Okay. Let's uh let's talk about this this book here. All right. You've got the magic. Who needs a genie? There's the A Lister's Guide to Holistic Expo Success. Yes. There she. Is. Oh, she's trying to come in. Well, she's been having power issues. So oh, it's the season. It's yeah. the season. Hopefully, there she is. There she is. Okay. All right. So. Tell us about this book and what is being an A-lister? All right. The, the whole key is 
if you look at an A-lister in Hollywood, who's an A-lister? Brad Pitt. Oh, yes. Uh, George yes. Clooney. Um, <laughs> hopefully the fabulous Taron Edgerson, who played Elton John in Rocket Man. Oh, my God, that talent. Uh, yeah, Walking Phoenix. Those are the ones that the studios always go to. They get the first, you know, the perennial A-lister, Meryl Streep, Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. B-listers are the ones you see on Celebrity Big Brother. Okay. <laughs> they want to be famous, but hanging. You know, David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> um, oh, David. So what's an A-lister at a holistic expo? We're the ones that people know by rep. Even if the show is bad, we're the ones that will make it out with at least our costs covered, if not a little extra. Um, I started full-time psychic work, 9-11. I knew that I needed to come out, do what I did because the world needed other answers. Evenings and weekends, I did it while I was still working for the executive recruiting company. Once after a year, I knew I could make it work. I never looked back. But I worked six days a week on the road, 40, 45 weekends a year, coast to coast, into Canada. Uh, you know, my friends nicknamed me the Travel Channel because I was traveling all the time. But it got me exactly what I wanted. It got me solid clientele, a wonderful rep. Um, I was always invited by promoters because they knew that I was a professional. It got me radio and television gigs and the book with Rob and all of that. Right. And now that we're all dealing with what I cheerfully called a big bug adventure, (laughs) I haven't lost my career because I'm stuck at home. It had already morphed online. And Spirit kind of had – Gave me the shot across the bow. Last year, herniated disc, pinched nerves. Mm. Honey, it makes childbirth look like a tea party. Agony. Mm. And Mm. the doc, you know, I'm okay now, relatively. But the doctor said, your traveling days are done. You cannot do the load in, the load out. You cannot spend more than two hours in the car. And I used to travel 10. Mm. So... That's why I said, I've got all this knowledge. Nine hours driving. I have to pass it on. Yeah. Because also, since I had been in the business world, I know how to go on both mountains, the metaphysical and business. Mm -hmm. So this explains how to do what I did. How to choose your shows, how to design your booth, how you should dress, how to choose a front person, how to do your networking, how to stay professional, how to talk to your clients, the peripherals, webinars, uh, private parties, corporate gigs, workshops. And it's all in this book because there is no reason in the world why I should have this knowledge and you shouldn't. I, you know, one of the things people always told me, which drove me nuts, is I can't believe you're sharing this. I'd go, why? Why? Uh, because yeah. most people don't yeah. share that sort of thing. And I said, I don't care how good you are. You're not me. Right. So you can be good and the right people will come to you and the right people will come to me. People who look at my cards and go, they're scary. I want the angel cards, please. They're not going to come to me. Um, If you want a straight shooter, if you are okay with laughing, if you want fast information and good practical answers, that's me. Good, hard, fair. Yes. Right. 
Bring right. It. If you just want to sit in front of somebody and say nothing and they just hold your hands and going, oh, all right, this is all I see. And they just blarg whatever they see with no direction. Those are other people. Yeah. Don't sit with me and then just go, well, I don't know. Tell me anything. And, you know, like this. That's like trying to climb Everest in sneakers, kids. There's no grip. So, mm-hmm. no, I'm not your reader. Yeah. Uh, ish, Chris Ann, ish. Um, You've Got the Magic is only available on uh, Kindle right now. We are finishing up the um, stuff so that it will be a print-on-demand through KDP. Oh, okay. So, yes, but it's going to take us probably another month. Hang in there. Hang in there. It'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. Yeah. Um, And I'll tell you, whatever book of mine you buy, I'm going to tell you right now, please leave a review on Amazon. Especially when you're self-published the way I am. If you don't have at least 50 reviews, they leave your book on the back shelf behind the pickles and nobody sees it. Right. So. I think you're getting too close to the microphone. I'm getting echo. Me? <laughs> no, mama. Oh, okay. She's got, she's got the killer microphones. Got it. <laughs> Picks up everything. No. <laughs> um, so that's what, why I wrote, uh, you've got the magic yeah. because there are lots of bad psychics. There are lots of shoddy people at those booths. And if people are going to spend their money, they're going to want someone who looks professional, who looks confident without being cocky, and who is genuinely glad to see them and glad to work with them. Oh, yeah. I love how you look when you go into shows, into events. I've only been to a couple and I love how when you have some of them who sit back there and go, oh, you want a reading? Okay, sure. No, dude, that's just like, give me some life. I want you to be able to read with me, see me. But when you go to the psychic fair, I mean, you should do, walk the track, Mm -hmm. walk around, see how they're presenting. Like she said, her booth, her booth looks, you know. Do your walkies. You gotta be, I use the example, you gotta be good puppies. Yeah. (laughs) Number one, you do your walkies. Number two, you get paper trained. Now what's paper trained? Paper trained is we will all have uh, things at our booth. Hang on. Let me pull one. (laughs) Things like this. Rack cards. Collect them from anybody who looks good. Read them through. There will be two or three of us that you like. Go back and talk to us. But remember, we can say we're wonderful and that doesn't count. And we hire our front people to say they love us. My Mm -hmm. first person was the magnificent Laura Spickerman, who at that point was also my husband's office manager Monday through Friday. You think she was (laughs) going to dismiss his museum director? I don't think so. What you want to do is you want to go to our testimonial books. We all have them. Because in there... You find out, are we good? Are we funny? Are we kind? Do we have specialties? Children, dogs, dead people. Do people come back? But the last thing is, guys, check in here. You are putting your hard-earned money on the table. If the psychic doesn't feel like they have a brain in their head, they really give a damn about what they're doing, or Mm -hmm. they're going to give you good information, don't go there no matter how cool the wiki-woo looks on the table. (laughs) And if nobody rings your chimes at the fair, leave without a reading. It's not your only time. Swear to God. Exactly, because there are there are a lot of good psychics, but I mean there are there. I mean every day they're popping up here and there, and they're mm-hmm. throwing out their signs and they're hanging their shingles here and there. And it's like, oh, and all, they're all the gloom and doom, and they're all that ones like you were saying with the curse. Do the accent, 
you but I don't care how good you are. If you show up in a t-shirt or a sweatshirt with a puffy glitter unicorn and jeans <laughs> and a hand-lettered sign, and you're next to me, nope, they come to me. You're getting, yeah. you're, you're getting the business, but no, but too, you know, you got to trust your gut. You know, you're, you're, yeah. it's like, you know, everyone, you go into a store, you look mm-hmm. at the furniture, you mm-hmm. see something you like, yet you got to look around. Anyway. Just, in Just in case. But what do you do? You get that first thing that you looked at that you fell in love with. Same thing, psychic bear. You gotta walk around. You're gonna have this connection. Like, look at look at the the eye contact. The yes. the confidence exudes. It does. Mm-hmm. It comes out. So you get that eye contact. Yeah, pick up your reading materials and do your your job. You know, because you're paying for these readings, you would like to get a good one. You know? Yes. So yeah, don't don't waste your time. Um, and don't be afraid to out the bad ones. All right, because I'll do it. I'll 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 out I'll out people. I will. I am sorry. You know, I'll be like, Don't, why are you going there? Why are you you know? Because people now that I will not do the sheep. Yeah, you won't because that's your profession. I will because those could be some of my friends. You know what I mean? And they're okay. getting led down the wrong path. And the I'll be way, like, no. The no. way I do it, number one, I will not recommend a psychic I haven't had a reading from. Just won't. Um, also. There are were a couple of incidents where, yes, we came down hard. There was one psychic, he's now dead, who used to tell young women that he was their master in a past life and the slave contract was still, oh, no, you're out. Because <laughs> it scared them so badly. But this is the thing. The people, they, they believe this stuff, you know, and they're going to change exactly. their life path because exactly. of it. And then that's the other thing that's a pet peeve of mine, and I don't know if it is of yours too. Which? Like people cannot live their lives psychically. You know, a psychic will say what they see and whatnot. It's like a suggestion. It's like a nudge in the right direction. But they're not saying you have to do this or you have to do that. You know, that's why you have a disclaimer, my darling. And I have my disclaimer printed in there. It keeps you safe. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I gave you already my eighty-five percent rule. Did I? No. No. Even the best psychic is only 85% accurate. The only one 100% accurate is God, and he's not doing phone readings this week. (laughs) (laughs) That's very true. Excuse me. I love you. Michael says they will out themselves most of the time. Michael, you're right. We don't need to do that. Yeah. He's um, a shaman. He's really cool. He he does like astral projections, and he you know he's he's um he's a really cool dude. If you don't haven't met Michael, Michael Corby, Corby Michael, <laughs> he's the subject of that book right there. Ruin of so the fun. Like, okay. Yeah. At the same time, if I know you're good, I have a mouth on me. You saw how I yeah. talked about my buddy Bernadette. Yeah. Brilliant yes. medium. Yeah. She um, is. Stacy Wells, who worked with me on your soul's plan, the best medical intuitive in the United States. Brilliant, fabulous work. Well, um, me. Let's have it get her on the show. You should. Um, she can literally look into your DNA. When I had the microcalcifications on my mammogram in 04, I went to five of the best. Four said, no, it's nothing. You're fine. She said, sorry, kids. It's cancer. It's there and it's there. And this is what you're going to have to have done. So swear by her. Swear by her. Wow. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying about all the people with the different gifts. We need yep. the different gifts, you know? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, and that's and that's the other thing too. When you're going to the psychic fairs, or when you're picking a psychic, and when you do want to get a reading, what is it that you're going for? Like, you know, is is it a past life thing? Is it a phobia? Is it a fear? Is it a whatever? What what is you it? You gotta know what you want to know. Yeah, is it medical? Then you want to go like you know, like she's saying, mm-hmm. that's the medical person to go to. Gotta know. You just you know, yes. do your do your research. Um, my my. This is funny. I have to put this up. His disclaimer is Batman will kick your ass. Right? <laughs> you know, he says, because he comes in at night. He does astral projection. He sends his guides in. He clears out, you know, bad things from, from locations. And uh, so we call him Batman. Gotcha. That's <laughs> so, very funny. That's it is. Funny. It is. He's, he's a, I'll tell you. Um, yeah. But, you know, what was the other thing I wanted to ask you? Um, Oh yeah, about again about past lives. Do you think if I mean I know that there are times that a, a life is done, it's done, right? And you're done. You're not going to come back again. But do right. you think if you were like traumatically cut off in this life, murdered, car crash, or anything like that, that that kind of catapults you into another life because you just like weren't done? Mm-mm. No, yeah. um, it doesn't have to. You, I mean. You can come back fast if you want to, or you can say, I'm done for a while. I need to, to sit up. Remember, it isn't you. You're the part. You're the acting. The soul, your core, makes that decision. And if they want to chew on what you learned for a while, they don't have to come back down. You know, and this is how I explain all, all the Christians who say, God says I only have one life and then they go to heaven and you say I have past lives. Which one is lying? I said, neither one of us. Because this soul has had life after life after life. Corby gets one shot. Corby will never be back here again. So that's how you have both. And they go, tilt. Hmm. Hmm. That there can be truth in both. (laughs) As I'm doing that. (laughs) We should have had Corby on a few weeks back. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, we had Doctor Battle on. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Hmm. Deliverance. That, was... is that what it's called? The, the exorcisms? Deliverance? What, they, what do they call them? I don't know. What, oh my God! Yeah. To that, I usually do this. Yeah, <laughs> we're, all, we're all in the paranormal. We're all going to hell. You know. Yeah. So. And then, and then she has, and then Gina has to do the the commercial yeah. for for <laughs> for mom. Look, for when that text. happens. I have two magic phrases, and they're mine, but everybody out there can use them. When somebody is determined that you're wrong, that you're bad, that, you know, and you just don't know, you just smile at them and go, thank you for sharing. You may think that if you wish. And then off you go. That's the northern, it's the northern New York version of bless your heart. (laughs) And I lived in Atlanta, so I know what bless your heart is. I just came back from West Virginia, so yeah, bless your heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's like there's two ways to say that. There's the good way, right. but they really right. And then always give yourself when you're working with a client one phrase that you will use to signal to yourself, I'm really done here. Mm-hmm. Right. Mine is blessings on your journey. I ever say that to you, you toast. <laughs> you just are. 
We cut it right there. Oh my god. Oh my god. That is so funny. So all right. So so tell people all right, Mike is gonna go, you gotta go to work. All right. Ciao, Mike. Mm -hmm. Nice to see that you dropped in. Thank you very much. Um everybody that's popping in and out, please share the video. Please share. We wanna get Corby's uh stuff out there and you know, more exposure the better. So Yes. Uh, yeah. How can people get in touch with you? Like, how do you get readings from you? And, and Oh, good Lord. You can't avoid me. Um, <laughs> it's Fire Through Spirit on Facebook. Corby Mitleid on Instagram. Corby Mitleid on Twitter. Um, but, uh, oh, and I have a Corby Mitleid channel on YouTube now. Um, the best place if you want a reading is CorbyMitleid.com. Mm -hmm. You'll see at the top line, request an appointment. But I'm going to tell you. Okay, you see, great. Always scroll down and you'll see a button that says special offers. Always check there first to see if I've got a special going on. Because why should you pay full price if I if you do that due diligence, you may find you can save something. Mm -hmm. For instance, this summer, uh, half hour readings um, are 80 instead of 125 because we're all a little short on cash and I want to make it accessible. Um, and there's also... Uh, <laughs> Discounts on finding your North Star readings and sense passion consultations. Because when we are realigning and reinventing ourselves, those are what's important. Guys, I have to tell you, I know soul plane readings sound so cool, but they are freaking expensive because you get 12 hours of my time and they're luxuries. You don't need them. Right, right. Go so for practical. Spend as little money with me as possible. I downsell rather than upsell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you need it, it again, it's what do you need, you know, mm -hmm. and basically once the people want to get to know you, you know, um, but I think they, I mean, watch the show. You can, you can know. Them. Bingo. Exactly. See that offers. right there. Right there. Special. And offers. the books that I've written that you can find. <laughs> number one. Special offers. Uh, clean up. Whoop. Clean Out Your Life Closet. This is my self-help book. Clarity, Adaptability, Simplicity, and Making Friends with Stress. You've seen the Psychic Yellow Brick Road right there. That's to learn what you need to know to have good readings, safe readings, how not to get taken. And if you're just starting to read, it's a good, it's a good primer. And then you've got the Magic Who Needs a Genie on doing holistic expos. And it's not just for psychics. It's also for healers and vendors. Mm -hmm. And that right now is just on Kindle, but it will be uh, paperback on demand within a month. Sweet. Sweet. And uh, let's see. What else we got here? Anything else that we needed to put up over here? Anybody got a question for Corby in the chat room? <clears throat> let's see. Um, you're needed here. to. You are needed to be here for the path you're on now, you're a special lady. Yes. Thank you, Candace. And I'm hoping that isn't she's so special because you're then I, I don't know about that. All right. Remember? Well, that, that was up before we did What these. was that? Saturday Night Live? <laughs> Is it special? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. But I'm sure she meant it in a nice way. <laughs> she did. Oh, yeah. She did. Absolutely did. She absolutely did. So anything else up here that's uh, relative right now? Very interesting. Okay. All right. No, no. All right. Fine. Fine. Mama. So we, we, we breeze through the chat room. Okay. So now it's me. Um, 
you said there are two things that you won't do readings on. Hmm. And the first one was mediumship Sorry, because um, if I'm going to pay you for 12 hours, you're going to sit in my living room and talk to me. You're not getting away that easy. Chris Ann, you're adorable. <laughs> but I love her. if I, what I do for 12 hours, I get the past life down and it's in detail. But then what I do is I back check. For instance, if I saw you inventing the cotton gin in 421 BC, that's historically wrong. So when I get a past life, I will go and I will do the historical back check to make sure that I am accurate. And yes, I see it like a movie, but it's tough to do. It really is. I am on the phone with you at the end of this for an hour discussing Mm -hmm. all of this with you, sending you the numerology report and distilling it for you. So that's why I'm not in your living room. Um, where where were we before that? Okay, um, mediumship. Oh, mediumship. For me, mediumship is intensely personal. I mean, you know, I, I told you about what, what the woman said. If you need closure with someone you didn't part well with, you don't want that on stage. You don't want that on the radio. That is for you and your person, especially because I don't say... Well, yes, she loves you, and she wanted to tell you it's okay that she crashed the car. Oh, it's going to be from my mouth. It'll be hers. Yeah. 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 And so I don't want you to ever feel like you have to hide your emotions. I want your shields down. I want you to take as much from that as you can. That's why I don't do mediumship. Health, um, A, I'm a hypochondriac, and B, I'm not as good as Stacy. <laughs> um, also, lawyers are salivating. To sue psychics <laughs> who tell you, no, you don't need that shot or no, I don't see the cancer or whatever. I mean, you know, when I sit and tell you to go to Stacy, it is because she's going to give you great information. But I would not recommend that you then go to your doctor and said, my psychic said to do this because the doctor. I know. Forget it. So I do what I'm good at. Practical answers. House, car, job, kids, finances. OK, God, you put me here. Now what? Yes, I can do spirit guides and angels. Yes, I can do past lives. That should be enough in your toolbox to find something yeah. interesting to ask me about. Hey, oh, I want to show you something. I saw this in a in a. I was going in a uh, guided meditation to find my spirit guides, <clears throat> and I saw that. Have you ever seen anything like that? Mm-hmm. It looks like Vincent on Beauty and the Beast. Yes, doesn't he? He does, but that's what he looked like. But what it was, was like you're going down a tunnel and you're going into a cave and the cave is illuminated in gold and you're supposed to stay in the cave. But I saw this little peck of light coming through. So, of course, I got to go there because I'm the ever overachiever. So I have Mm. to block out that walls. And there is this field and there's all my foxes. It's like, yeah, okay. You know, so this is like, all right, I know this, right? But beyond them. Beyond in the field, there's a big, like a desk, like thing, like an altar, right? That thing is standing there facing the other way. I see the long hair. I see the long robes. And then, you know, I'm thinking it's a man, just a man. And then it turned and that was its face. And and it's like it didn't say anything. And I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. I just knew it. So I just kind of stayed back behind the boxes, right? And I'm like, hmm, I don't know what to make of this and then and then it's like i knew it was a higher like a being you know there was a book on the altar i could see that 
but then it just looked at me and then it just turned back to the book very calmly and then i just snuck back into my little cave that i was supposed to be in to begin with <laughs> you know but that that's exactly what it was like like vincent and i'm going do you you know it's how i had to explain it to people i'm like it looked like that mush lion face like on vincent mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so have you ever heard of it or seen anything like that or or anything I haven't, but it doesn't mean it isn't absolutely accurate for you. Hmm. What do lions mean to you? How do you view lions? Look at the lion on the strength card in tarot. Look at Aslan, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Hmm. So when you, when you see something like that, that's when you have to do your internal Rolodex. Okay. To see what it is. Yeah, because West Boylston High, that's where I was, you know, I went to school, high school. That was our mascot. I was the Lions. I drew, because I was an artist, you know, like I drew the cover. I drew the front page. It was all Lions, you know. Okay. Um, I never had anything really prevalent about Lions in, in my life. It, but this was like a, just like a, I, I just knew that it was some kind of a, a, high, a really higher being. Like, I should not be witnessing this, you know, and I just knew it in my soul. And I didn't even. And you backed off. You know, you didn't do anything untoward, so I think you're good. Yeah. And then last week, Mama and I were doing the cards, mm -hmm. and I got my new cards, the little animal cards that I got, right? the fox card that came up, and it mm -hmm. said that it, a fox is like a barrier between this realm and the next, like the little guardians, and I was like, oh, my God. Remember the story that I, you know, I've been saying this for years, because that was years ago that I did that, you know, but still, I remember mm -hmm. it like was yesterday you know but i'm like but that makes so much sense that you know the foxes are there and that thing was in the back i was like that's pretty cool i think that you will talk to that guide when you're ready it just may not be now right yeah 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 i agree with that for sure and go back to my comments over here but yeah it's, it's neat so how many what all right what, what are your spirit guides who are your spirit guides okay First of all, all angels are spirit guides, but not all spirit guides are angels. Okay. Mm -hmm. Angels are with us from birth to death. They have our names in the bag. Their tunics like little cam tags. You know, I belong to Corby. <laughs> spirit guides grow and change as we do. You don't have the same teacher from kindergarten to PhD. My first active spirit guide was someone that I flew with a hundred years ago. Who, I mean, you know, if I'm just starting into this realm, of course, I'm going to have someone that, you know, saved my life. He has moved aside. Um, I have had as a spirit guide um, a First Nations personality that I apparently was. Um, I got the name. And, you know, I figured it was going to be like, you know, a white person named Little Dancing Porcupine. No, not this guy. Um, again. This is someone that helped lead his people onto the res. Remember I said, you know, the I do ending things. Mm -hmm. And again, he's someone that the face looks very much like me. Mm -hmm. um, but my the main guy that seems to talk to me right now is my guide, uh, Baruchiel, who is my angel. And I've also been working with um, the uh, Co-Creative White Brotherhood Medical Assistance Program to work on some of the physical stuff. They're brilliant. If you've never heard of them, uh, look up MAP, and it's by Michelle Small Wright, or Michelle Wright Small, the one who wrote Behaving as if All Life Mattered. 
And so when you work with them, you work with the overlighting deva of healing, pan, your own team, and your higher self. But everybody has a certain job. Not everybody just hangs out with me and goes for coffee, as we say in New York. And talk. Yeah. yeah, and talk. <laughs> yep, yep. Put your feet up. We're gonna be a while. <laughs> Honest to God. Um, so now, so that means so uh, a new a new guide could come in at any time. Now, when sure. they come in for you, do they like come in, you know, blazing? Do they, you know, they come in no. like a lamb or like a lion. Knock on the door and say, "Hey, I'm here to help I- you." I go upstairs and I, you know, say I'd like to speak to my guides. And if a new person comes in, we're polite. We say hello. I say, how come you're here now? Carl Emil Schaefer still stick. He was my first. He always hangs out with me. He's a he's a dear friend, soul to soul. Um, he especially in the in the beginning, he was wonderful. When my mind kept going, he'd help me get to sleep. You know, he's he's like boom. Um, but now it depends on what I'm working on. Um. And because I know that guides do change, it doesn't freak me out when I get somebody new. I know that Baruchiel has my back. It's not going to be a nasty. Yeah. It just, you know, I was dealing with um, someone who had a pretty severe entity that they hadn't been able to get rid of for 16 years. And I saw their picture. I said, what's around your neck? She said, oh, it's a, it's a cross. I said, so you believe in Jesus? Oh, Yes. And you're telling me that if you believe in Jesus, you don't think he's big enough to kick this dude's ass? <laughs> she got rid of it. Mm. When you realize, if you believe this, that he's the biggest bear in the forest, why are you worried about what's hanging on to you now? Mm. And God's bigger than any everybody. Um, there used to be, I don't know, this dates me. There was a comedy thing called The 2,000-Year-Old Man with Rob Reiner and Mel Brooks. And the 2,000-year-old man was supposed to have invented everything. So Carl Reiner says, how did you figure out about God? Did you invent God? Well, first we thought God was Phil. Who's Phil? Phil was bigger than the rest of us. So we would pray to Phil. Oh, Phil, don't steal our mastodon meat. Oh, Phil, don't hit us with your club. And then one day, lightning hit him in the middle and he died. And we realized there's something bigger than Phil. That was God. Mm-hmm. That's as simple as it can be. Yeah, it really is. There's a something bigger than whatever is your nasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, all right. I know I keep doing this, but keep, no, that's no, all right. Keep talking. A little story. All right. Um, I had a big major issue going on in my life, and someone was telling me, "Well, you got to let go. You got to let go." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, God no. If God existed, then you know, because my mind raced all the time. I'm like, and I was like a two year old, you know, and I'm in my twenties at this point. I go walking across my living room like, if God existed, and I cross my hands and I sit down on my couch and I said, "Let me shut my mind off." Damn if he didn't. Okay, bam! I and curtain. My eyes were open, but it hit me like a ton of bricks. I could see nothing. And it seemed like it was five minutes. It might have been a minute or two. I don't know. But then all of a but sudden. But he made the squirrels take their sneakers off and get off the wheel. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right. And then when I first of all came out of it, I'm going, all right. Well, I'm either crazy now, for real. 
<laughs> or, or that was, uh, you know, that was something else. And I, and I was actually talking on the phone to a friend of mine at the time about it, you know, because he wasn't in the room with me. I was on the phone. And then I said, what happened? And I'm like, yeah, that was great. You know, I'll call the men with the white coats now to come take me away because now I've lost it, right? He goes, no, that was just God giving you the love tap and telling you, you know, he gave you what you wanted, you know, shut your mind up. Couldn't, nothing. It was nothing. I heard nothing. I saw nothing. I mean, it was just totally black. I'm like, holy cow. So, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny. There's, I'm looking real quick. There is one particular tarot card. A real good reader will understand that there are meanings and meanings and meanings in a card and it's why, no, you don't just read what's in the little book that comes with uh, the card deck and you're a good reader. Um, Because you're going to miss so much if you do that. Um, The card is the Nine of Cups. Now, the Nine of Cups is the card that everybody says, Ooh, it's wishes fulfilled. I get what I want. Hmm. But the secondary meaning of this, guys, I'm trying to see where I can hold it there. Right there. Be yep. careful what you wish for, because you're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very different from wishes fulfilled. <laughs> but when I tell that to people, they go, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It is really true. You know, it's like you got to go in, you got to have your intent has to be strong and clear. Mm-hmm. You know, your perception is definitely a reality regardless. <laughs> you know, I mean, that just is it. Try to thousand. All right, Chris Ann, for you. Uh, that's the other thing. A good professional times. will always have suggestions. This is the book that I learned with 25 years ago. 30 years ago, 30 years ago, still published, still good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But remember, sometimes we just have to sit and shut up. We cannot force it. Yeah. Right. We can't be like the kid who's waiting for recess. Yeah. You know, because God will sit there and go, when you're done, let me know. God has a sense. Done yet? No? Okay. He will. He, he, she, it will. Um, I honestly believe that there, there's nobody who cannot connect their guides. It doesn't mean I think you're wrong or you're lying. Understand that. So far you haven't. I got it. But there will be other ways to do it. Just sitting and doing Zazen on a pillow, maybe that isn't your thing. Try automatic writing. Try pendulums. Try any, you know, try cookbooks. A lot of people, they say, fine, I opened up a book. I need my glasses for this. And I said to God, I need an answer for what's going on in my life. And I opened my book. By far, the more most common initial block people have is the fear that it is not the guy who is speaking but themselves. Guess what? I just opened the book randomly, my darling. So, but that's why I love that book. Wow. Yeah, that's another aha wow moment right there, you know. Thank you for being here with us tonight. You know, yes. And I'm hoping that a lot of you guys understand how very special this woman is. You know how how truly gifted she really truly is. I mean, and and all this is for. I'm just 65 and an old fart, and I've made a bunch of mistakes, and maybe I can help you avoid making the same ones because they're boring exactly. twice. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yep. But you too said that anybody can do what you do, and that uh, you know. 
and you, you, you teach that. So, you know. They have to be. Someday I will be dead. Somebody <laughs> else is going to have to do this stuff. So, well, can we go? Someone will have to channel you. <laughs> God, God help that poor child. But yeah, it's like I said, none of us has an extended warranty. We don't. That's awesome. Thank you. You're amazing. So. Yeah, I'll I'll read you. All right, I gotta read. I gotta read the comment just for the people that are, are going to be just listening to the audio because this is the question that she was just answering. Is I've tried a thousand times over. Uh, for some kind of communication for my spirit guide. And I just don't get anything. Uh, there are people that no matter how hard they try, just never do. So that was the question that she was just answering. And um, yes, Chris, she is amazing. And she's she is. real. Just remember if I thought that the only way I could do mediumship was like everybody at Lilydale, I wouldn't do mediumship. I dared to find my own method. And I have had literally hundreds of people in my career in tears because I got their dead people for them and there was no mistake. If I thought it had to be the way Lilydale did, look at all the people that might not have gotten closure. So mm-hmm. you find a way to talk to your, your spirit guides and your dead people the way that works for you. Yeah. And there are tons of ways. But yes, you can. There's nothing in the total, as my grandmother would say, that says you can't. Okay? <laughs> yep. Just keep trying it. That's right. Yep. That's right. And if someone else can do it, so can you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And that's and that's it in a nutshell right there. Um, and it's never it's never the same way twice. So it's never it's, so everybody is going to be different. The way Corby does it is is gonna be completely different to the way Gina does it. So just Take a deep breath, relax. It will happen. Trust me. Just remember, keep your journal. Keep yeah. your journal. That's the most the important thing. Great, 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 great. That's awesome advice. I mean, it, that that there, I mean, people get so wrapped up and overwhelmed in everyday life. You know, got to go here, got to go there, got to go, got to go, got to go, ah, you know, and it's crazy. Write it. The other thing I read recently is the negative things are always Velcro and the positives are Teflon. We have to remember when we got it right because we'll always remember when we got it wrong. But if you have it in black and white, this is what happened. This is what I did. And it was right. Mm -hmm. That will help give you the confidence to keep trying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other. That's that's a nasty habit we have, you know, and uh, I'll tell you what. Being a carpenter, that's that's what you look at too. You look at a room. I'll get done a room. It's all freaking beautiful, but what's the one thing that I see is a scratch in the corner. You know, someone hit the wall with a piece of furniture or something. That's the only thing I see. You know, not the rest of it's all beautiful and done and perfect. That little flaw. You know, get out of that. You know, it's like oh well, that can be fixed. You know. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. So do you do you channel? I must. I mean, I channel the past lives. Um, I know that Baruchiel, I will sometimes channel. There are some parts of my readings that are direct channels because I'll say, don't ask me what I just told you because it was like Omega brain just gone. Um, So, yeah, I do. Do I channel an entity? Do I channel, you know, Ralph the Wonder Dog? Not necessarily. Um, I have too much fun with my own words. But if... Somebody upstairs wants to, you know, use me as their ghostwriter. Uh, I'm sure I could. It's just it hasn't been in my wheelhouse so far. 
Now, are you an only child or do you have a... No, my brother is seven years older than I am. He's 72. And he is world famous uh, in cystic fibrosis and asthma. He's in Boston. I always tell people that he and I are like a Rorschach of my father. Dad was a brilliant, brilliant, compassionate physician like my brother. Um, and he also was a writer and very much with a Lauren Isley idea of the world and spiritual. And that was me. This is my father and me at, there we go. Um, and he was my best friend. And that's an example. Normally that soul comes in as a contemporary, as my best friend. But in this life, I knew that I would need a best friend as a father because I planned a lot of difficult stuff. And so that soul agreed to come in as my father this time. We happened to have the same birthday. I was born on his 34th birthday. And for my first four years, I figured I came in a box with ribbons. What did I know? But <laughs> no, dad, dad and I were extremely, extremely close. Oh, that is really cool. That was a nice story that is. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. so you know, the same birthday. Now, listen to this. My birthday... January 9th. My mm-hmm. first husband, his birthday was January 9th. We got married January 9th. My first daughter was born July 9th. My second was born October 9th. We get divorced after nine years. So what's the big relevance with nine? Do you know <laughs> anything about numerology? Yeah, A schnut? A schnut. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Our lives go in nine-year cycles. What does the nine mean? A nine is ending of a cycle. When you are in a nine-year, it's what I call the celestial garage sale. you got to look at your life and throw out everything that's busted that you'll never fix, you've outgrown, and was never you in the first place. So if you've got all those nines, it is also humanitarian, do for the world. Um, it, to me, that says it's a life that's going to be very easy for you to dump things that don't work for you. You're not going to have a lot of baggage that you go through life with. You know, it's like you don't have a house, you you – Baggage wise, you could live in an RV and take it with. Um, so yeah, that's that's where nines are for you. This is a life of a bunch of completions. I just said that about an RV today. I had a beautiful camper with my late husband, and uh, and I have a huge. I mean, my house is huge right now. It's full of stuff. And I said to uh, my friend, I'm like, yeah, one of these days I'm going to get rid of this. And I said I could live in a, you know. A trailer. I mean, I, my camper was great. I could have lived in that. Yeah, because I have all this stuff. Yeah, I like it. Do I need it? No. Am I really all attached to everything? Yeah, there's a few pieces of my bedroom set I really like. Maybe, love. darling, God was hitting you gently with a two by four through me. Yeah. Yeah. You think? I think. Gently? No, I, I'm hard headed. I need that big whap upside yeah. the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you shut up. Be careful it. what you wish for, Kush. Yeah. Get it. <laughs> Oh yeah, I know. I know not to ask anymore because you know I know what I. I'm get. the gentle two by four that just reminds you, like, um, hello, just finished driving 24 hours. Do you think maybe you could take a day off? No, no. <laughs> she does that to me all the time. Yeah, not she, me. She's my spiritual girl. cream pie in the face. That's, that's <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I, I want to get a reading with you. I, and I never do. I don't, I, you know, I mean, I work with psychics for years, you know, it's like, hey, they're like, oh, you must get readings all the time. I'm like, no, I don't. No. I don't. I, I don't. No, I, I totally get that. Um, there are 
only a couple of people that I will get a reading from. One of them, of course, is Stacy for from medical stuff. Um, Crystal Wind, Anita Merrick, a uh, certified Terra master who lives in uh, around the Finger Lakes area. Superb, superb, superb. You can find her as Crystal Wind, I think, on Facebook. Uh, Eagle Skyfire down in Philly. Brilliant shaman. Brilliant leader on the Red Road. Um, very good. Very good. And, of course, Bernadette down in Gainesville, Florida. But, I mean, it's a little difficult because I won't go to a reader I haven't had a reading with, but I won't barter because people will say, well, can I give you a reading? And it's like, no, I don't need one, but thank you. Yeah. So, but, you know, we, we can't read for ourselves very well. We're just too ego involved. That's normal humanity. Yeah. Well, I used to do that every once in a while. Like, I, I'd be like, kind of maybe putting a little spot, and I might take my tarot cards out just to do the. Yeah. Oh, little schnut thing, yes, but you know, major, major, no, no, no. give it to somebody else to do, so you can maintain your clarity. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think I am too, Chrisanne. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool. She's gonna. She's and she will. You know, she'll okay. be like. Where is Chrisanne from? What state? New York. She okay, fine. So we're same time zone. That's good. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think or New York, New York, New Jersey. Where? Which one is it? I think it's. It's New same York. time zone. It's same time oh, yeah. zone. So that's fine. Yep. Uh, no, it's when I get clients from Australia that it's really tough because there was like a fourteen, fifteen hour time difference. Yeah, Dave. Dave, what time is it for you? Because he's in Australia, right? So what time is it for you now? Oh no, he's gone. Oh, no. It's probably about almost midnight. No, not midnight. Noon. It's noon tomorrow, tomorrow. in Australia. Yeah, Christian says New York. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We've done. I've done events and had. She's been around. You know. Oh my God! I don't even know how many years I've known you, Christian. She's she's just she's so sweet. Her children are so sweet. She's just a, she's just a lover. And her sister. I just met her sister at one of the other events that we did a little. Um, you call those dinner lecture things? Dinner and a reading things, yeah. Yeah, me and Bob were there, but we were um, we were talking about paranormal stuff, you know, and equipment and ghost detectives and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So we doing that, and she was there. And it's our friends that put it on, you know. So they were nice enough to ask us to go do it. But um, but I was I was surprised to see her there. It was really nice. It was in New Jersey, I believe. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know. We do too many things. You know, I'll tell you those. Uh, reading things, they work. New Year's Eve, my husband and I were at our favorite restaurant, the American Hotel. And we were talking about the dead pilots, you know, all my buddies. And what showed up, you know, the little thing that, that has a voice and says, has the word when something comes in. Uh, it said pilot and Carl thought maybe, you know, it's somebody behind me. And what came up? What was the next word? Dead. <laughs> and so it was my voice. And, and I was saying, I don't think so. So someday you can explain to me how they can do that work. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I'm fascinated with that. But 
it's, it's, you know, it's, that not my circus, not my monkeys. That's just where I put it. <laughs> it's a lot to it. And that too, none of it's ever the same. Like you with the readings is never the same investigations and all these things. Mm-hmm. No spirits, no two spirits are the same. No two investigations mm-hmm. are the same. You no. don't know who's going to come through. You don't know who's going to be there. And, you know, it could be someone just passing through or it could be residual that lives there and is doing the same thing, repeating and repeating and repeating, which is sad. Yes. Um, but, you know, a, a lot of those, it's it it varies. You know, it's really hard to explain, you know. And, yes. and then you take people to ghost hunts and they're like, oh, well, we're going to see a ghost. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you know, you might. Um if we're lucky, someone will show up, you know, I mean, you could have brought someone with you, who knows, you know, they could be the resident spirit that's going to be there and going to show up. Yep. But you know, you're not going to demand them to dance because you ain't going to do it. No, no, they, they, they don't come on command. Nope. No, because they'll sit back and they'll laugh at you and they will, you know, and, and uh, you know, people don't understand that. It's like you can't, you can't just go kick in the door and tell them, you know, do this, do that, you know, touch me, scratch them, do that. You know, it's like, no, no. No, no you've watched too many bad Boris Karloff movies, Sonny. Yeah, don't do it. You know. Just Boris Karloff's good. Boris Karloff. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but movies, but he did movies. bad movies. He was delicious, <laughs> but he did bad movies. Yeah, yeah they're B movies. They're not A movies. They're B movies. But. But, you know, it's like you, you just have to have respect, you know, for for spirit, for what you're doing, you know. And you can tell you can tell the people that have respect and the people that don't. Stay yeah. away. And it doesn't have to be somebody who's J-serious. You can enjoy yourself and have a laugh, whether you're doing readings or doing paranormal investigations. Laughter gets you much more higher vibration than anything else. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Don't do something because you think you have to. Do it because you want to. I get to get up every morning. I adore what I do. I really do. Now, you said you do live readings on your your show, on on your station, on your your Facebook page. Yes. You want to tell everybody? Fire Through Spirit is the Facebook page. Fire Through Spirit. Fire. And, And... um, the next free reading hour is on the 21st, and it's 7.30 in the Father's evening. Day. Father's Day. Oh, that's Father's Day. Oh, mm-hmm. that would be special. Oh, be so uh, they vary. Um, every other month, it's 7.30, and then the next month, I'll do three in the afternoon on Sunday. That way, all of my people in the U.K. can take oh. advantage because they're five hours ahead of us, four or five. Exactly. Exactly. Now, I, I watched one of your videos, and you were uh, doing you were you were in front of a, a smallish group, and yeah. you had a couple people come up, and they were doing their own readings. So you were saying, "Oh, oh that was the TV show I did." Yes, that was, that was, I, that was cool. teaching people that they can read cards too. Yeah. Why they, should you constantly pour out big bucks when you can learn to do this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she put so. it right then and there. You mm-hmm. know, like, well. You tell me, give me a number. Yeah. Down the cards. And know? that's very different from we don't read for ourselves. Major tarot, like heavy duty questions. No, our egos are too involved. You go to somebody else. But if you're trying to figure out what's my relationship like with Bruce, you can throw five cards. You can see what they say. But you have to learn to read objectively. That's the key. Yes. That's the yeah. key. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, ladies. Hot flash. I'm just like, 
My girlfriend calls it tropical white house. I think that's it. Yeah, she doesn't. One minute sweat lodges. Oh, I can't, I can't deal with heat. I can't deal with heat. Thank God I left West Virginia. I'm just all I can say. I was <laughs> dying down there. Yeah, know? but she complains about the snow. She could come up here in Quebec. There you go. Oh, I know. I left yeah. now because of the piles of snow, and then she's worse. But, you know, here it's it's different. I mean, Pennsylvania is definitely different. Um, it's hot, though. You know, it's like muggy. Muggy. It's yeah. muggy. Yeah. But air conditioning. I love air conditioning. Thank thank God for electricity. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and she lost her air conditioning. She lost her air, her power today, but she doesn't have air conditioning anyway. I'm like, how do you live? Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. There's no way. No way. Y'all have the vapors. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no. Doris called him power surges now. <laughs> Power surgeon, yeah, yeah. Fox, the silver fox, fire. Oh, yeah. What are you gonna do? We all have them. All right, we are down to like our last five minutes. What, what is like, all right, what, what would you say to people that would be like, I want to go to a psychic, but I'm not sure? Honor that not being sure. We are a luxury. We are not a necessity. And if you come to us and you're terrified, I have to climb over your shields. Mm -hmm. I would much rather that you put off having a reading until you find someone that you truly can trust and you're comfortable with and you can afford. Don't you spend your grocery monies on us when your family has to eat. I've had, I've Mm -hmm. literally turned people away because of that nonsense. Um, It's on the 14th. Let me no. Let me double check. Yeah, Hang on, Chris Ann. I'm checking, baby. That's right. Before uh, do we want. No, to- it's on the 21st. If it's um on the 14th, that needs to be changed. Um, so it will be on the 21st. I'll make sure that my virtual assistant changes it to the 21st. Um, I need where am minutes. I? Yeah. Um. About the. Uh, hmm? oh. where, where was I? Oh, about Ooh. Nick. Don't go to a psychic until you're oh, ready. The money. The go money. watch us. Yes. Go watch us first. See if you like us. Yes. Sit in on our lectures. That way you're not going in, you know, a deer in the headlights. You right. Because if you think that you're going to sit down with me and because the death card shows up, you're going to be hit by a bus on Tuesday, you should not be going to a psychic. <laughs> you don't. No, it's not safe for you yet. Do a little studying. Listen. You know, just watch people do the, the one-hour free readings and see how that goes. Yeah. That's what I like about Facebook. And, and I think that's that's one of the things I started my show for was you get to learn about the people. You get to watch, like you said, watching Corby. You get to see if this is the way, the way she delivers her messages. Is that the way you want to hear it? Or do you need somebody who's going to do um, – Butterflies and rainbows and all that. My dear friend, Debbie Dyer, who's up in Brampton, Ontario. She is the Iron Fist in the Velvet Glove. Uh, She's very sweet. She's very kind. Hello, Firefly. Um, She's very sweet. She's very kind. Her her messages are good and true, but she will not hit you upside the uh, head with a clue brick the way I will. (laughs) And that's what I know. 
that's what I love. And Mom, Mama, very sweet. You, Mama, you are very sweet, and and she listens intently, and she's like talking to you know a sweet, you know. Although she'll give the she'll give the name fits the person, and for yeah. me, it's I'm the I'm the grandmother for everybody. I'm the mother for everybody, yeah. and that's the way I do my meetings. Yeah. And if that's what you need, then that's what you need. But you have to learn, you have to learn who the person is. Because yep. I once had where I where I work, my day job technically is is a cashier at a convenience store. And I once had a woman come in, and she was very rude and and brisk, and I wasn't too keen on her personality. But I mean, it's my job to to deal with her. But then she found out. Hmm? Nice. She found out who I was, and she goes, "Well, I didn't go to school to learn it. I was born this way. I'm a psychic." And I, I was like, "Cool," and I didn't diss her, but she just wasn't my cup of tea. Mm. But she would have been somebody's, right? Right. You have to learn who the person is and how they do their readings and see if they're a fit. Like That's a, exactly right. That's exactly. exactly. Right. That is it. That is it. All right. We are down to the 60 seconds. All right. So we got 30 seconds. All right. Look her up. All right. Corby, Corby Mitlide on Facebook, uh, every social thing out there, Instagram and Twitter and everything else. Just, you know, she's not hiding. Okay. Check out her books. Uh, get a reading from her. I'm going to be talking to you. I'm going to come see here on the 20th with me. Yeah, and uh, yep. Yep, Mama, Mama's going to have her on her show uh, real soon. So, hey, thank you so much. Oh, it was such fun with you ladies. Thank you for asking me. Uh, love you. Love love you girl. All right, you all. Hi, everybody. We'll see you next week. Ciao, ciao. Bye, guys. Hang in here. Don't, don't go anywhere, Kobe. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of the fox den we would love it if you would go over to our youtube channel which is the fox den hosted by gina bankston please like and subscribe our channel and join us in the chat room there while we stream live every thursday evening from 8 to 10 p.m eastern standard time we'll see you next week good night